Hello everyone and welcome again to Fanciful Farming. Today we're going to talk about raising monarch butterflies. The monarch butterflies have been endangered for some time now and so it has been catching on the act of conservation of collecting and raising monarch butterflies and we've jumped on the bandwagon and started planting milkweed and other plants that sustain them, practicing organic farming to keep them from developing diseases, and going out and collecting eggs and caterpillars and raising them and releasing them as monarch butterflies. So here today, I have Danielle Rod, who is our expert and specialist on the farm with monarch butterflies and I'm going to be asking her some questions about how you can go about starting this hobby for yourself. So welcome Danielle. Thank you. All right so first off I'm going to start by just kind of asking her how she goes about collecting the eggs and the caterpillars and uh, safe keeping them um, and rearing them until they are go through their pupa stage and are ready uh, to be released once they are butterflies. So Danielle, explain to us how you go out and collect the eggs or the caterpillars and what others should be watching for and how they can go out and locate these um, eggs and caterpillars for themselves. Collecting eggs is very simple. You just have to um, have a good supply of milkweed on your property. Um, the milkweed needs to be completely organic, not sprayed with insecticide, um, mosquito spray, any, basically anything that is chemically based, they cannot have. Um, that's because the uh, caterpillars only resource for food is milkweed and if they eat um, infected milkweed then they will perish within hours after eating um, so having a steady supply a good supply of milkweed is important um, there's different varieties of milkweed that can grow as a perennial in michigan a couple of them are common milkweed swamp milkweed and um, butterfly milkweed butterfly milkweed is probably the most um, sought after one because it, it, it looks a little nicer, it's a little prettier with the bright orange flowers. Um, basically, once you have a good established healthy um, area of milkweed, you can go out um, beginning usually in June in Michigan, where we're at, and start turning over the leaves. They generally lay eggs on the bottom of the leaf or the underside of the leaf. Sometimes you'll find them on the top of the leaf if they're a little confused, but generally you will find them on the underside of the leaf. The eggs are tiny. They are a cream whitish color and almost, almost a teardrop shape. Caterpillars will be found on the underside of the leaf as well. So once you've collected these eggs, what do you do with them? 
We either take the entire leaf, depending on the size, or a cutting from the leaf. I try to um, save as much of the plant as I can. Therefore, the uh, butterflies can come and lay more eggs on that same leaf without completely removing it. Um, caterpillars also will use that as a food source. That are the caterpillars that are still out in the wild. Um, so I I generally take cuttings from the leaves, um, which is easy to do. Just pull the leaf off where the egg is. We bring it inside and keep it in a safe, dry environment. I use little um, dishes with tops on them. Uh, they're basically almost look like petri dishes with a top. Um, the most important thing is to not let a lot of humidity and moisture um, exist in that container because the leaves will mold quickly and the eggs will also perish. After about three to five days, your eggs will hatch and then we move them into an enclosure that is mesh. And where would somebody find one of these mesh enclosures if they wanted to start raising monarchs? Online, Amazon. Um, there's also designated websites specifically for monarch raising that have all sorts of supplies online. And oh. they'll have everything from the mesh enclosures to different ways that you can preserve your milkweed, um, even different um, stands, everything. So once they become a caterpillar, what do you have to do? I mean, do you have to feed them? Every day. They eat a lot. They require only fresh milkweed. Once the milkweed is dried out, they no longer can eat it. Um, the milkweed, like I said, has to not be treated with um, any sort of chemicals or, or they won't make it for very long. Um, even if your neighbors have um, a sprayed lawn and you're keeping your lawn organic, it can still drift over to your lawns. So you're not always safe if your neighbors are in close proximity to you, so you always have to be very aware of what even your um, neighbors are using on their uh, yards. Um, fresh milkweed every day. You can use cuttings. You can use a whole plant. You can um, put the plants down into water that will make them last a little bit longer. And um, I try to just do fresh milkweed leaves every day with us. And how long do they remain a caterpillar? Whether it's whether. Uh, they're in a warm environment or a cooler environment. If you have them indoors and they're in your air conditioning, they're gonna take a little longer. Generally, the caterpillar stage is about 10 days from egg to caterpillar, but like I said, it does vary with the temperature of their environment. And of course, their food source. If they're not getting adequate food every day, they're not gonna grow as quickly. So what happens to the caterpillar? They, they turn into this chrysalis form once they go through five stages, um, five instar stages as a caterpillar of growth. They will molt their skin several times during that time. Every time they molt, they're going to get a little bigger. Their appetite's also going to increase. Once they reach the fifth instar, they will move away from their food. Generally, if you're keeping them in an enclosure, they're going to go to the very top of the enclosure. And they are going to make a satin button, as they call it, which is just basically silk, um, similar to like a spider web silk. And that can take them a day or so to build their little satin button. 
they will remain still usually during that time too you won't see a lot of movement from them and then they will begin to hang from what they call a J. They can hang from a J anywhere from a few hours to a couple days. Um, during that time, they're getting ready for metamorphosis. They're going to um, darken in color. They're going to almost look like they're shriveling up. Their antennas will shrivel up. And then you will begin to see their skin split and the green chrysalis will form. And so once they're a chrysalis, how long will they stay a chrysalis before they actually come out as a butterfly? Um, again, that depends on the temperature of their environment, but um, at most is about 14 days, two weeks, at most. Okay, and that's when they become a butterfly. Now once they become a butterfly, can you just keep them in this enclosure, or how long do you have before you actually should release them? We don't them? keep ours more than 24 hours. They generally aren't too interested in food for the first 24 hours of their life. They're mostly concentrating on drying. Um, it's going to take them at least a good six hours usually to have nice dry wings in order to fly. Um, they're also going to excrete their excess um, liquid that they have stored up in their body um, during that time too. So you're going to see them dripping a little bit of liquid. Once they are dry, and they've excreted all that liquid, then they're going to be ready to fly. And you'll begin to see them fluttering around in your enclosure, and you'll know that they're ready. So, okay. So then you let them go as butterflies. Is there... We never keep ours. Is there... Do you, where do you let them go? I mean, do you find a place where there's a lot of milkweed, or how, how do you decide where you should we release let them? We them go on the farm, around the milkweed, around our butterfly garden, where we know there's plenty of nectar plants. It's also important to let them go in an area with low wind. You don't want an area where they're just going to get blown away and not be able to fly well. So near roads, in a really open area um, where they can't get any cover or things like that, you don't want to just let them go just anywhere. You want to pick a, a good spot where they can call that place home. And generally, it's good to keep them somewhat near their um, host plants, which is milkweed. Um, so, males are um, a bit territorial, too, so they will actually, um, only a few males will stay in a specific area. They kind of designate their own um, territories. So it sounds like it would be kind of um, a risk if you were to go out and collect milkweed, like along the roadside or um, in a public place. Um, to feed your caterpillars or even to collect caterpillars or eggs. Yeah, well, people are going to wonder what you're doing on the side of a road <laughs> if you're just parked along a random road and you're picking milkweed. Um, once you explain it to people, maybe they'll understand, but I've never done that personally because we have a good steady supply of our own. Um, well, yeah, and alongside the road, you never know. They could have toxins on them. Even just the exhaust of cars and things like that, it's not going to be organic and clean. Um, you're not, I don't think you're generally going to find a lot of eggs along a roadside or things like that either because just of the high traffic and the wind going by, that's going to not really make a great um, environment for monarchs and generally they're going to move on if they can't land. So it sounds like the best place really is your own garden. So Yes, in a controlled environment where you know what your plants have how they're treated.
can you go out and just buy milkweed from say your your nursery your local nursery or I don't recommend doing that unless you are very familiar with the owners of the nursery and they are the ones that actually grow the milkweed from seed the reason why a lot of nurseries will um, bring their milkweed in from different consumers and chances are I, I say 99% of them have been sprayed with some sort of insecticide before they went to the nursery. Just because the nursery that you're buying it from doesn't spray them with um, insecticide does not mean that at one point they weren't sprayed with insecticide. And that's a dangerous game to play when you have your caterpillars and you don't want them to perish. A lot of insecticides will actually get into the root and the soil surrounding the plant and that plant is infected forever. Okay, so it sounds like it's important to make sure that you're yes. you're staying always, organic. You seed, always seed your own milkweed. You can gather pods. You can buy seeds online from organic um, sellers. Always seed your own. The plants grow very quickly, and they're very hard to kill once you've got them established. Okay. So here we are. We are sitting here amongst the chickens, and uh, as you can probably hear, a little bit of uh, a water uh, bubbler in the background and um, just kind of talking about uh, raising butterflies on a beautiful August day. Um, we're getting ready to nearing the end where the butterflies will be flying, um, taking their journey south to Mexico um, for the year. So we're going to have a future podcast on this specific topic and we will get into a little more detail as far as like predators and diseases and the stages of the monarch and also generations. So we'll talk about um, the four generations and how the fourth generation is the generation that will migrate. So um, at least for the Michigan monarchs. So thank you for tuning in today. And thank you, Danielle, for all of your expert information. I'm not an expert. <laughs> and, uh, well, she does have a lot of information. So uh, if you have questions, you can message us um, and ask questions or comments. And uh, we will be posting future podcasts on this subject and getting a little bit more involved. But thank you for joining us today. Uh, like I said, we will have future podcasts on other things such as raising chickens and our miniature horses and many other topics. But today we were talking about... Uh, raising and the conservation of the monarch butterfly. Thank you.